Hello. Welcome back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Stop right now. Stop that. Oh, oh, we're still live. Okay. We're going to kick it off here. Uh, So since we both want to play the host of today's episode, I am one of your hosts, Christopher Collins, uh, a.k.a. the best at the rest. And I'm joined here with my throwing partner, Mr. Brian Caprino. How are you today, sir? Chris, I'm doing well. We're going to play some ultimate jazz for you this morning. And I was told I have a voice for radio. Um, I'm doing great. Uh, just a long day at work. We are here. We are ready. It's uh, we're week two into baseball. Let's go. It feels like it's been a while. It honestly yeah. has. Spring it feels training like it's, dragged so much. I feel. I feel like we're like almost a month into baseball now, and we're but, ten games. But in. but what I what I what I like to say is. It's been exciting so far, and I like it. So. And that's been exciting. And I think what really kicked off the excitement was the fact that two weeks ago, with two minutes left in the podcast, we both <laughs> predicted a no-hitter for the San Diego Padres. The mustard and, and brown. I thought it into existence, and then you dropped two names. You said, I can see Blake Snell throwing it. Mm-hmm. Or I could Joe see Musgrove. Joe Musgrove throwing it. Yes. And Joe Musgrove, pride of San Diego, Grossmont High graduate, throws the Padres' first no-hitter in team history. Couldn't have been scripted any better than that. I will say this, though, for all the people out there. I'm going to bring it up. So Brian was messaging <laughs> me about the no-hitter. And he sent me a picture. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know who that is. And it's our English seventh grade teacher, Mr. Kobayashi. And he was at the no hitter. He was there for the whole series in Texas. And the fact that you got a picture of him on the TV when he threw the no hitter was so literally (laughs) I opened the app, the MOB app to watch the final three outs. And the minute it opens is literally him right when it opened. And I was like, I know him. I know him. And I got the screenshot. Teacher. He's a great teacher. Great teacher. Um, I still hear his voice in my head when I'm doing commas when I'm writing. <laughs> comma, but comma. Like I still hey, do that in my head. You, you know, your grammar, how do you say it? Grammarly correct. Yeah. Grammatically correct. And um, I'm so glad I got that screenshot. And uh, I was we, laughing so hard. <laughs> I, you have no idea. Like when you sent that, I put, like in my head, I'm like, is that who I think it is? Did he respond then, to you? Did he? Did he? Yeah, uh, hang on, give me a second. Uh, so I sent it to him on Facebook Messenger, and <laughs> this is what I put. Um, oh gosh, this is funny. Um, let me find it. Da, 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 da. There it is. Okay. Um, so I said, I sent him the picture, and I said, You're on the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Caprino says hi, and he's the one that got the picture. <laughs> and then he put, Yes, sir. <laughs> I put awesome sauce. That was it. So that's great. It was great. It was funny though. But yeah, that was funny. But going back to what happened, finally the Padres in history, in franchise history, have a no hitter. They were the last team to not have a no hitter, and now they finally have it. And you know, honestly, it it was so close to a perfect game. He just hit one oh, batter, one punk, and was, man, and and it it just 
you know, it doesn't take away how good Joe Musgrove was pitching that game, but man, it could have been a perfect game. But, you know, congrats to Joe Musgrove, local San Diego native growing up here. Um, not much older than you and I. I think he's like maybe two years older. Somewhere I, think, around there. I think I'm older than him by a few months. I don't know. But like, I mean, like we talked about before, we said that the Joe Musgrove pickup for the Padres was going to be sneaky, but good. And yeah. it's paying off because he has pitched not only the no hitter, but pitched phenomenal. He's got a zero ERA. Yeah, his two starts, zero ERA already. And Um, no walks. No walks. And, you know, here's the thing, too, is, like, the numbers are not, like, the greatest, like, like Jacob deGrom numbers in Pittsburgh for Joe Musgrove. But you got to think, he was pitching in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. And he was still getting wins. He was still having a decent ERA. He was having the strikeouts. He was having the innings pitch. This guy is super reliable. And now that you look at the Padres starting rotation, one, you got you Darvish as your ace Two, Blake Snell's an ace too. And yeah. that's your number two guy. And then number three, you got Dennis uh, LeMay who is eh, okay. You know, I think he's, he's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy, but he's, he's going to be okay. But now your fourth guy just pitched a no hitter and he has zero ERA. So, so like, you have four aces and Chris Paddock and Chris Paddock. And pr- pr- here's the thing too. Chris Paddock, if you look at some of these teams, honestly, Chris Paddock is a, a number one starter for some teams. Yeah. And he's, you know, Chris Paddock's a guy that we've seen what he's had in the past. He's good. I think he's just got to find it. And once he gets in that groove, like he has that rotation. Issues. Yeah. He has control issues. Once he finds figure, figures, figures, figures it out though. Like that's a, that rotation is scary. You have to remember all like Fernando Tatis and Chris Paddock, all for the Padres were all players to be named later. Yeah. They got Paddock in the Fernando Rodney deal. Yeah. Like and you send a 42 year old closer and you get Chris Paddock in return. Like, I mean, the, what the a Padres, steal. I mean, I'm not a Padres fan, but man, I applaud the, the front office. You're kind of like, you know, like if I had to pick, okay, let's say this, if we're in playoffs, right. And the Padres are in there as the National League. They're going for the National League title. All right. And my Mariners, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll make playoffs. I don't know. But if they aren't in playoffs, then, of course, I will root for San Diego. I will root for them. Um, Will I enjoy it? Not as much as you think, but I will go for them because they still don't have a World Series title. And I know what that feels like. So. Okay. But, 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 all right. So we got, we got to talk a lot about baseball. I, yeah, like, we got to get in the first 10 days. I did it all by myself last week. And I know, I know. And it was I really hard to, not talking I, to you about our game. We I love know. so much. I know, I know. I, you know, school is a priority. You even it said is, that in the podcast. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we want to talk about certain teams and certain players that are standing out, right? Uh, so far in the first 10 days. And there's some been there have been like some teams that are doing pretty well that nobody thought they were going to do well. There's teams that are doing bad that shouldn't be doing bad. And then there's players that are doing phenomenal. And then there's players that are doing really bad. So I want you to pick four teams that are doing well, four teams that are doing bad. And then I want you to do the same thing for four players doing well and four players that are doing not so well. Oof, oof. Okay. All right, I'm gonna start with the teams doing really okay. bad. Let's, let's some, I'm, some I'm really not surprised. Okay. Um, 
You know, the number one, I'm going to go with the Washington Nationals. For doing bad or good? They're doing bad. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they're um, do- I was about to say they only have one win. <laughs> I know. One they, have, they have two now, but they've been really struggling with offense. And I know the whole COVID thing pushed them back. They didn't play but their Max first Scherzer, series. man, he – I don't know what's up with Max Scherzer. He's he had to go game against the Dodgers. Still, though, like getting rocked in that opener. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He looked terrible. That first inning gave it, what, three home runs or two? I think two. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. But uh, it's it's okay. It's it's whatever. Uh, two um, is Oakland. Yeah, they, they, you know right. everyone was like through two team race in the West. A's Houston. Yeah, A's are three and seven. They've won two. Okay, they've won their last two. They, but, I mean, you have to you have to give them some lenience because they. Are they did play really tough teams in the first like six games? A lot of teams did, and they won them. That's true. That's true. I mean, I I I get it, but I'm just trying to give Oakland some love. I look like I mean, look at the Angels who weren't supposed to get off to a hot start like they never do. And this is the first year they have. They face Chicago, and they face Houston back to back. And out of those six games, they lost two. What are you guys now? Seven and three. We are seven. We're about to be seven and three because we just jumped up ten to three on Kansas City. Right on. So we're six and three right now. Houston's right, lost right. three in a row. So who are they playing? Uh Houston is playing the <gasps> Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Hold your Tigers. Breath. They lost to the Tigers. Oh wow. Well, you know what? Detroit's not two. bad. Detroit's not bad right now. Detroit, yeah. I I totally sidetracked it from the bad teams. Um, so so you have Oakland. So I have Oakland. I have Washington. Washington. Yeah, two more. Um, surprised by Toronto a little bit. How bad they're playing? Yeah, they, they should be a lot better. Like they had that route against the Angels, but like they lost. They lost the series to the Rangers. Yeah, and the Rangers are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like you maybe because it's a young team, but you also have to put into account like they don't have the greatest pitching. They have, I mean, Hin Hinjun Ryu is like their only real guy. I mean, you can't say Tanner Roark is like the guy, and you can't yeah. say is Matt Shoemaker still there? I thought he signed. Re-signed. He's in Minnesota. Oh, he's in Minnesota now. They yeah. should have kept him because he was actually doing well there. So I don't know why they didn't do that. But they do have that one young kid, um, and I can't remember his name. He's uh, – I mean, give me a few seconds, but keep going. Keep going. Um, was that four or three? That was three. Oh, dang. Well, they haven't played a lot of games, but I'm going to go with the Mets next. Yeah, because... they haven't played as many because of COVID. So. They haven't played that many games, but they have blown two DeGrom starts this season already, and – they had that weird play with Conforto who leaned into a ball. And oh my gosh, that made me so mad. Yeah. I would have been furious. I that is like clear as day that he literally leaned into that ball. Yeah. Clear as day. And you know what's funny too is that umpire was getting ready to ring him up too. He's gonna he was in the motion to ring him up and and he's like, nope, he's hit. I'm like, no way. Okay, so those are your four teams. Yeah. All right, so I got to pick four bad teams because that's what you started with, right? Yes. So I'm going to go 
All right. This is tough for me. One, it's because so many teams are just like kind of average right now. My teams that are doing bad is one, the Yankees. I think they're underachieving hardcore right now. Yeah, they're um, 500 right now. And they really have no excuse because there's not a whole lot of players that hurt right now compared to what they had last last season so far. So um, I would say, you know, I can't say I can't say Tampa Bay yet because they did lose a lot of people. I am not expecting them to win the division. And even though they were um, the uh, American League champions, but I don't I can't put that on them. My other one, I was I'm going to agree with you is Washington. They're just I. To me, I think age is catching up on that team. Their their whole roster is really old. Um, another bad one to me, and they just lost today. They gave up the lead and everything. Is Chicago? Chicago Cubs? No. I can I, argue I, both White Sox or both Chicago teams. The White Sox and the Cubs are underperforming. But the White Sox though have injuries. Chicago has no injuries. They they did the lose Cubs Tim Anderson. New, yeah, I did I, forget they lost Tim Anderson. So that's a big issue. And the Cubs. Don't really have any injury issues. Everybody's playing, so they I don't. Don't, I don't know have the guys, and they lost. They, they lost. They played Pittsburgh how many times in opening week and got their butts handed to them by the Pirates. They, they really did. And that's sad. so my other team that I'm gonna say that's pretty bad. Um, I don't know how to put it. You know, it's just kind of. There. I'm gonna go with you with with Toronto four and six so they should be a lot better than that especially with the roster and also how the division that AL East is playing right now they should actually be easily ahead in that division yeah because they've already played the Yankees which they took the series against the Yankees and they lost Um, today to the Yankees yeah and Robbie Ray threw well today he did he threw really well I think Robbie Ray's doing he's like their their like passion project out there in Toronto I think he really enjoyed his time to end last year and I'm glad he resigned his strikeout numbers are down though compared to Arizona. Yeah, that's the only thing. But he um, he is throwing better. So, let's go to surprise teams. Surprise teams. Are you want to start or you want me to start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, okay. I, one right now, like you brought it up for the podcast, like Boston winners of six in a row. I never, like, I never thought they had a. Ro- Here's the thing: they actually have. If you look at it, they actually have a roster that's really well rounded. They just underperform. They just underperform. One, but also you look at the starting pitching, and it's just like Chris Sale's not there. They don't have a lot of starting pitching. Yeah, but they're actually doing well. Doing well, you know. Garrett Richards is there, and he's gonna strike out ten and give up seven. So, and Eduardo <laughs> Rodriguez is back. So, yeah, he just got back. Um, so I'm going with Boston. Um, the next one, I'm gonna bring us uh, to Northern California and talk about the Giants. Yeah. Um, they they faced. I mean. They faced the Padres. They took the series against the Padres. But who did they lose to in the series? They lost to Seattle. That's right. Your Mariners. Yes, they did. Um, they've played Colorado. I forgot who else they've played. Maybe the Diamondbacks. I don't remember. That might just be it. They played the Padres. Honestly. They played the Padres, but I think they, they home opened against the Rockies. They home opened. Yes. Well, a couple days ago, yeah. So yes. against the Rockies. Yeah. So they faced – I mean – they took the series against the better team of the Padres, so that's pretty good. But they're holding their own. They're six and three, winners of four. Um, they are losing right now, two to zero to the Reds. But um, that's the other thing. You got to pick. The oh Reds. yeah, come on. That's my segue because I'm going. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> Cincinnati is. They're hitting. They are just Nick Castellanos is hit. Actually, Joey Votto is doing his old self again. Uh, Tyler Naquin 
getting DFA'd by Cleveland and then getting picked up by the cross uh, state uh, Reds from in Ohio. I feel like that's a thing they like to do. Like they do with Trevor Bauer too. Yeah, like it's so it's so weird because like Naquin, like I'm looking at it, like he leads in a lot of major offensive categories. Like he's tied for first in home runs. He has he's tied for second with RBI. Like Mm -hmm. he's holding his own. He he just maybe you know like like you said with Robbie Ray he just needs a fresh start somewhere that's it yeah, and I, and Tyler Naquin's still very young so yeah he is I think he's twenty or twenty nine so yeah he's fine it just it didn't pan out in Cleveland but that's the beauty about starting fresh is like you can set your career again somewhere else and have success um, so all right go, who's your who's your last one then my last one the Angels I'm going to my Angels. Okay. They are it's fair enough. Fun to watch right now, and they are. It's I said it last week. Like when I went to home uh, the home opener, like there's a different vibe coming from that dugout and the guys how they play on the field. Like it's about you know, time seeing Trout show a little emotion, like and Otani like showing the... emotion. Like yeah, it and then Walsh like killing it like. It's fun. And then Alex Cobb struck out 10 today. Like, they're holding their own. I know they got bit by the injury bug the last two days, but. They'll be fine. They'll be, they'll fine. be fine. And I think um, right now, after this win today, they are sitting on top of the AL West a week in. And I'm not used to seeing this uh, this early in April. Like, it's I'm like not. the first time since like 2014, right? Something like that. Honestly, you know, I was there in 14 and. That's the last time they won their home opener. Yeah. But they they, well, they made play they, they made playoffs that year. That's the last time they went to the playoffs and yeah. the last time they won the West. They didn't I don't remember if they started out too hot that year, but they're notoriously slow starters. Like Well, now it's the opposite right now. Yeah, so and that's why good. I'm like that's surprised. Good. So they're number four of my surprise teams right now. Oh boy. So I'm gonna agree with you with San Fran. That's a okay. very and Cincinnati. I'm going to agree with those two. The other two I'm going to pick, I'm wearing the bandana right now. We have a 5-4 and four record, and we played the Twins, and we played the Giants, two formidable teams. We're doing well. We're holding and our own. The Twins game, they were down. We came back and won. And they yeah. came back and won. Kyle Seeger. Two homers? Two homers and one in the eighth. That was a three-run shot. And it is walkier? He ain't walking. Him. I don't okay. honestly if here's the thing Kevin Mather's we, gone he's staying oh my god <laughs> I will say this if for some odd reason and it's so bad but this is just how real of a fan I am for Seattle if for some reason at the all-star break we are within six games of a wild card or anything six games Kyle Seeger stays anything past that he's gone he gone. He, he's gone somewhere else and I hope he makes the playoffs because he hasn't touched the playoffs in his whole career. So um, that's my three. My next one, Philly. I didn't think Philly was going to be this good. I actually have uh, kind of like a little bet going with uh, one of my coworkers on the NL East. Cause he's a Braves fan. And I said, mm. watch the Phillies are, he goes, you're not going to pick the Mets. I'm like, no, I'm going to say Phillies win the division. And so far it's been working out pretty well. Um, they haven't the the they won. Is this today. Rev? Is this is this Rev that you bet? No, this isn't Rev. This oh, is something okay. else. Oh, you said um, at work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they did lose today. 
or sorry, they Philly did win today, but they lost two before that. But they're six and three. Um, I honestly feel like they have everything clicking offensively. They're actually doing what that lineup is supposed to do. Bryce Harper is hitting. Alec Bohm is is starting. He's healthy. He's hitting he's and he's being called safe when he's out at home. Hey, anything to help me out? Anything to help me out? But that those are my four teams. And then I want to start off with four players that are okay. bad. That are bad. Bad. That are bad. Are you ready for the first one? Yes. Who do you think I'm going to say? Someone out West. Yep. Someone on my team. Yep. Someone who either plays second or third. You got to pick one. Third. Yep. Anthony <laughs> Rendon. Yes. Terrible season right now. I Just, think. I don't know. Well, Rendon was placed on the IL today to the groin tightness. Maybe, maybe that is what it, he needs. Maybe he needs some rest. I don't know. But, man, he just doesn't. He doesn't look like he's there. He usually has a slow start. Come on, man. You got to live up to the contract now. I know. Oh, yeah. Especially since last year is a wash year. Like, yeah. You have a le- one less year now. Like, and I'm, I really don't want a long term contract. Like, he didn't get like 10 years, like two holes, but like, I don't want a guy like him getting that money and then having another big contract not pan out for the Angels. Yeah. I'm like, sick and, I'm sick and tired you, of that. You're sick and tired of it. Sick and tired of it. Oh, my gosh. You're sick and tired. It's rough. It's rough. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So my next one that a person that's doing really bad shouldn't be is a reigning MVP right now. Freddie Freeman. Mm, Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Freddie Freeman's got, he's what, not four, hitting. He's got four homers, but, but he's hitting, hitting like 170. Yeah. He's hitting it's, 143. It's bad. I'm like, sorry. It's what's I, wrong. The power, the power numbers are there. I get it. But man, he is notorious for having that high average and it's not there. 143, so, man. Yeah. To me right now, Freddie Freeman struck. I think he'll find it though. It's that's only a temporary thing. He will definitely yeah. find it. Um, my he's other one, just, that- he's hitting the ball. He's just not hitting it. Maybe the shift has to, a lot to do with it because he's only yeah. got five strikeouts this whole year. And you know, what's funny. I'm going to stay with Atlanta with Dansby Swanson, not performing well. And he had a great year last year and the year before that. And now he's right now hitting 189 with one homer and three RBIs, I think, something like that. Didn't he miss some time, though? Didn't he just get activated? Uh, No, he has 37 at-bats. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's been there. But his ops is only 562. Dang. Isn't he a free agent after this season? <laughs> I think so. I think he is, but he's not helping his case right now. Not so. good. Well, he's never uh, been known as for his bat. Well, the last two seasons, he's been doing well. And yeah. I don't know what's going on there. My other one I want to go with, and I just want to uh, go on record, all of my players so far besides, you know, Anthony Rendon are all National League because I feel like the National League is actually pretty weak this year compared to the American League. So it's going back to the old days of how the American League is the powerhouse right now. But the one I want to go with is a team that should be doing better, which is, like I said, Chicago Cubs. And if you can think about the player, who do you think it is? Chris Bryant. No, Chris Bryant's average right now. He's doing average. Wilson Contreras. No, Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> oh well, he's hitting. No one's one, hitting. Here, here, ready. One eighteen. One homer, two RBIs, one stolen base. Guess what the ops is? 
Two something. No, not that low. Come on. 305. 460. 460. That's really, really low. And he's in a walk year, too. He's in a walk year, and I think he doesn't get a contract back. Yeah. But he's already 31 years old. So no one on that team is hitting. Like Chris Bryant's hitting 265. Big whoop. Like, but I would say the only player that really is is Ian Happ. Ian Happ's hitting Ian, 143. But what's his power numbers? Oh, let's see. Power, he's power. Got, he's got three homers. One homer, one RBI. Oh. Who am I thinking of then? There's somebody on. on he has uh, four for 28. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, Jock Peterson. Let's see. Jock Peterson's Peterson. hitting oh, 129. Gosh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Jason Hayward, 152. What is happening to this team? Let me see Javi. What's Javi at? Javi's at 243. He's got three homers, though. Got three homies. He's like David, doing the most on the team. David Bodie, 087. Um, Wilson Contreras. Um, they need to figure it D14. out. 14. Uh, man, I. It's, all right, all right. It's a rough time in Chicago right now. <laughs> before we before we continue, you got to do your four bad players. My four bad players. Uh, for one, the one on top of my head, he did have two hits tonight, but not used to seeing a. Guy like David Fletcher have a start like this, so it's you know it's he got this new contract maybe that's flustering him a little bit like he's thinking he's got to play harder or something I don't know maybe but he got it so it should relax him I guess but I don't know but he has two hits tonight he's sitting like two thirty one so not too bad but I think I think it's just the fact of possibly heating up um so um I'm also gonna go with um Mike Dostremski. Yeah. Who's hitting 125. One homer, two RBIs. He's lucky the rest of his team is actually hitting. One homer, one RBI. His ops is 472. It's it's pretty bad. Um, I'm going to go with the next guy is Paul DeYoung. Who's hitting 114. He's he's always a hit and miss, but he's always power, power, power. He has two homers, four RBIs. His... Oof. His ops is five forty eight. His OBP is two sixty two. Oof, uh, it's really bad. It's early. All these players. It's early. It's, it's early. early. Was that so, three? I had. That was three. Yastrzemski, yeah, Fletcher, um, Paul DeYoung. DeYoung. I talked about him a lot pre-season. in spring training. I talked about how hot Jock Peterson was, <laughs> and now he's like. He's back to the Dodger way. Cooled off. <laughs> that maybe it's the art of playing every day has really gotten him feeling some know. kind of way. Who knows? But he's he's cooled off a lot since spring. So yeah. that's why spring numbers don't matter. Well, with that, do we want to go into four players that stand out or we just want to talk about one? Let's pick one. Let's pick one. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Yadier Molina, I didn't think was going to be this good. Defensively, he is just picking every single person, stealing a base apart. Always like bet on Yadier to do well for but, but that But that's the thing, though. If you look back the two years, he's kind of been hurt and every now and then, and it hasn't been there. But this year, I, I think maybe he's given up maybe like two stolen bases, if that. And then also he's actually hitting again. Yeah. 
So I, I'm going to go with Yachty. I wanted to pick Nolan Arenado really bad because he's having a great start in uh, St. Louis, which is good. I didn't yeah. think he was going to have that good of a start or Badu in uh, Detroit. Yeah. Cause that's a great story, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Yachty. Okay. I think I'm going to go with uh, Joe Musgrove. Man. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to go with uh, a, a hitter. I think I'm going to okay. go with uh, Byron Buxton. That's a good choice. Like he's like, always shown he has it and then he gets hurt. Something happens. Like he's tied for first and homers with five already. Like he's sitting like over well over 400. Yeah. So maybe he's finally put it together. Like once he's I mean, he healthy, he's been, he's been good though. That's the thing. He's been good. He's been good, but it's the art of staying healthy and like that he's finally doing it right now is like, yeah, it's good. It's good for the twins. Yeah. And I think we're going to wrap that up with baseball. We've been uh, talking about the early stages of baseball so far. If you haven't watched any yeah. baseball games yet, go start watching it any way you can. Um, it's exciting so far. The games have been majority of them haven't been blowout. So it's been nice to watch like some good dual games and everything like yeah. that. Um, but let's jump. We, we only have a couple other things to talk about. Um, but one thing for the NFL, uh, it's kind of cooled off with the trades. I mean, and the signings and everything like that. So um, I think now, I think teams are now focusing on the draft. So um, stay tuned for that. That's not for a while though, but just be ready for that. And then Julian Edelman retired today. Yep. Call it, call it quits after 11 seasons in new England. I mean, he, he got the rings. He's got the catches. You know, he's and got like the money. He's got the money. And like you said before, you know, the way that he said he wanted to retire is he was taking care of his body, which is always a good thing with the NFL, with all the concussion protocols and everything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of more bodily bodily injury in that sport because it's, it's a major contact sport. So, you know, good for him. He, he should be happy in his retirement. I mean, he'll probably talk to Tom all day long, and then he'll probably pull a Gronkowski and be like, oh, come out of retirement. I'll play I was just going to say, let's say uh, April 12th on a Monday at 8.48 p.m. We're going to call it uh, this time next year, uh, Edelman signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are we right? Are we correct? Well, he technically he couldn't sign there. He has to get traded there. He's oh, traded. under contract. It's just like Gron- Gronkowski. He had to get traded there. So, But my thing is, too, is Julian Edelman just left when – the Patriots are now back to being stacked again. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, good on him though. He, he has his reasons and, you know, you got to respect a, a person for the reasons behind any decision, except yeah. if, you know, clear as day, it's just not a good decision at all. Um, so a sport we don't ever talk about. So the PGA masters just happened. I'm not even gonna lie you know I saw so many posts of the PGA Masters which was like one I was like you know good for good for golf man like it's getting getting really competitive but like there's a lot of rising stars coming up a lot of young guys and I think having younger audiences is dragging putting them you know golf is fun to play it's hard to watch fun to play and Uh, sometimes it's fun to play sometimes it's (laughs) it's frustrating the worst game in the world and you want to burn it down and take it down with you they're so graceful though you can't burn it down um yeah but was it um so hideki uh, matsuyama won the masters i think he's the first japanese golfer to win the masters he is he's the first japanese 
boring golfer to ever win any major <laughs> golf tournament. And I want to ask you, what do you think of his quote of saying, who is he was asked, who is your inspiration? And he said, you Darvish, Hideki Matsui and Ichiro and Shohei and Shohei. Um, so that's it's, he, it's is funny. he playing the right sport. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe he He's did his time with baseball because, you know, after every baseball player retires, they play golf. Well, yeah, because uh, so, you know, I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. OK. Every baseball player athlete can play any sport you can't have a basketball player play baseball but you can have a baseball player play basketball you can you can't have a tennis player play baseball but you can have a baseball player play tennis i I, i'm i'm not trying to say like baseball has the great greatest athletics ever trust me baseball players sometimes are really lazy and I, i i will say that and but the thing is is like i don't know what it is but baseball, for some reason, you can play multiple sports and be good at it still. I don't know sure. what it is. I don't know what it is. But going back to uh, Matsuyama, congratulations. He is the first Japanese-born uh, player to uh, win the Masters, and his inspiration is baseball players. So yeah. that should tell, tell all of y'all that are playing different sports, have inspiration for baseball players. you got a whole bunch of them to pick from. He won the PGA Tour and the Masters, and he got 11.5 mil for that. So Good for him. Good for him. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. If, if I'm just going to say, Brian, if you qualified for the Masters, I think you should just be like, I did what I had to do. Now I'm just going to go golf. I'm going to go hit a plus 16 in round one. Because you know how much you probably get for just qualifying in the Masters? Yeah. A plus 16, though, was very generous to me. I think it's more of a plus 47. You know, we don't really keep track of all (laughs) the mulligans and everything like that. Or the water hazards or the bunker shots. Calling it quits after six. Or the best one, when uh, you go to swing right in the rough, right? And you barely tap the ball. It doesn't go anywhere, but you tap it. You're like, I just took a practice swing. (laughs) You're just like. You you go ahead. You go, go ahead. Ahead. mark it down for five. <laughs> and then you have the one good swing, right? And it feels good and everything, and it gets lined up perfectly. And now you're on the green, and you go to putt, and it takes you like four putts just to get in the hole. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, that's why golf. it's the most frustrating sport ever. But it's so much fun though, too, because like every hole, it's like, okay, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better. And you know what? You still do the same thing over and over, and you're just like, I don't understand yep. this game. <laughs> I don't understand this uh. game. But it's fun. And then last but not least, I got to give my NHL pep talk. Um, Trade deadline is right around the corner. Actually, it should be happening, I think, tonight. Um, I'm not going to lie. There have been so many trades. I've never seen this many trades in the NHL uh, ever. Um, And I would say it revolves around Toronto, Columbus, and Tampa making the most trades. But, man, there were so, so many and a lot of them were like draft picks for players, draft picks for players. So um, NHL is starting to come down to the wire now of their four teams per division to make the playoffs. So if you don't watch the NHL, totally fine. But if you want to watch exciting sport, NHL is definitely that ex- exciting sport to watch. If you don't ever want to watch it, it's still fun to watch. So it is it's fun to watch better in person though. It is. It is. And I don't think they're allowing fans yet in their stadiums. No. I'm not sure. I don't think so. So I know the NBA is. 
NBA is, um, baseball is. I know, I'm pretty sure. I mean, football was doing it last year, so they should be allowing fans in there too. So football, football. But football. with that, uh, let's talk about the NBA for two seconds. One, the Western Conference is stacked. Uh, two, the Eastern Conference is trash. Sorry for all your Eastern Conference fans out there. It's, it's like just, a three-team race, really. It's, it's it's so sad to watch. Um, and then three, be ready for playoffs. It's basically the shape of it right now is like you pretty much know who's going to be except for like three or four teams. Yeah, it's it's pretty much set. So with that, it's a quick and easy night here on April 12th, 2021. Thank you for participating and listening to our podcast. Um, one thing is, if you guys ever need prediction calls, you can always email yeah. us. You could always hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, not Snapchat. We're not on Snapchat. No. Uh, <laughs> we're on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. And we're on YouTube. So if you ever want some uh, Vegas odds on like some bets or anything like that, and you're like, I don't know who to ask, call up the boys. Yeah, call, call up the partners. partners. If you're going to drop some major coin on, you know, the Tigers winning the World Series, let us know. And oh, wow. Place that That's... on there and we'll see what happens. Not going to happen. But... but the thing is, too, it's your money, not our problem. So if you yeah. think we're always right, that's your fault, not us. I mean, legal rights say that was your fault. So. Jonathan, our previous guest, friend of the pod, asked me about who to put on for Cy Young. That has Joe like, Musgrove. Okay, okay, uh, <laughs> odds. So <laughs> I would say he came honestly, to us, and that was the day of the no hitter. Before I mean, if people are trying to pick a rookie of the year for baseball right now, I mean, Badu looks good, Dylan Carlson looks good, so that's kind of tough. Um, but I would say if anybody's out there for the National League, Dylan Carlson, if he if he can put it on there, put it on Dylan Carlson because Brian Hayes is not really there yet. So and he's hurt. Yeah. So Dylan Carlson and he's a switch hitter. So um, but with that, folks, we're going to wrap things up here. So like we always say, be kind, be nice, you know, enjoy your week. Enjoy every day. Enjoy your breath. That's the thing. Enjoy every breath you take. I know that that's an, like. It's very hard to do because if you do that, then you're more paying attention to your body than anything around you. <laughs> I know. So then you become out of breath. But anyways, just be nice, be kind, have fun. You know, we're starting to see the numbers of COVID go down. Things are opening up again. Um, people are getting vaccinated. People are being safe. We're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Sports is bringing back fans and we're all happy. So I'm going to throw it over to my throwing partner, Brian. What Chris said, be nice, be kind, be safe. Whatever day you're listening on, we're recording this Monday night. Have a good Tuesday. Have a good rest of your week. Thank you for the support. We greatly appreciate it. And have a good one. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.